0: The Outlier Gentleman. Oh, yes, hello. Outliers! <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers! Welcome to my life. It's so fucking awful and
1: stuff. And, uh... Put on your spontaneous hat. And also your spo- uh, spontaneous shorts. Promiseapparel.com. <laughs> <laughs> and we only had, like, fucking three butlers when I wanted four. It's gonna... Hold fast forward and gyrate. Disgusting. Also, continue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and welcome to another Tom Tom Morello Dangerous Truth. Wham, 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 wham. (laughs) I once farted, and I shit myself, and then it wouldn't clean my ass. Systemic racism I'm sorry Sorry, coming out of the gate hot No one's gonna understand that But me And that's why it's funny All of a sudden Tom Morello's gonna like randomly listen to this And he's gonna be like, listen Listen you motherfuckers I need you to stop this shit (laughs)
1: Crack ass crackers (laughs) Hello Eric Hey Tim How are you? You know what man, I'm good I uh, I feel feel blessed. Hashtag blessed. Well, Hashtag blessed. Thank ble- you so I'm blessed. I'm well dressed. Uh, I I can't rhyme anymore. How about you? I'm congested in my face right now. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> I like that. Can't complain. Can't complain. I think uh, we were talking a little bit earlier, and I think I think what we're gonna do today. Eric, because there were some interesting things that have come out, and I think we wanted to talk about those a little bit. Totally. Um, first off, I think we should start with something that you and I have both seen. Let's talk about the fucking Rammstein Zeit
1: video. Mm. Let's go. What did you fucking think, bro? I, well, I was blindsided by the, the announcement. They were like, Zeit kommt Thursday video. And I'm like, I sent it to you. (laughs) I put it on the Facebook page. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, I need to get some wine gummies (laughs) back in the day. I'm very excited. And then I forgot that the video was coming out. I automatically assumed it was going to come out Friday because New Music Friday. And then I go on my first break at work and I'm making coffee and then I go on YouTube and it's right there staring at me in the face. And I'm like, Silence, <laughs> everyone, silence, coffee machine, play the song, and I, I watched it, honestly, I think it's their best music video they've ever done. Yeah. Conceptually, like, it hit emotional beats for me, I was not expecting, and it hit me hard, dude, it hit me way harder than when Deutschland came out, it was a big deal, I was at work, refreshing the live feed for the premiere of Deutschland, and then this one, blindsided, and it hit me. Like, it hit me in a special way. Like, as a dad, it hit me different. And I was like, wow. Like, Rammstein are old dudes now, and they're looking back on the passing of time. Yeah. This shit is real.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree with you 100%. Zeit is like, Deutschland was great, don't get me wrong. Like The Rob self-titled album, one of their fucking best, if not their best album. Still some tongue-in-cheek elements. Yeah. This one felt very reserved, very mature. It was still very in-your-face, though. Um, the one scene I liked where they show... Like, the two groups of soldiers confronting each other in the fucking forest. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, the camera goes up and it comes back down. And they're, like, teenage boys holding sticks pointing pointing at each other. Loved it. Goes back up, comes back down. It's, like, little boys and then babies. And it's, like, goddamn. It was fucking... It's just a wild video. But, like, the great thing was is it was, like, it was very... Very poignant, very direct about the passing of time zeit, but um it was a, such a great video and just melodically zeit was uh, is a great song, and I'm like, I'm really looking it kind of reminded me it had like almost like a uh, simon vibe to it to me, yeah. Where And like Simon is like One of my favorite Rammstein songs
1: Yeah It's like it's, it's, it's a ballad But there's like a, Still a hard Driving beat to it Yeah But it's not a metal song No This feels more orchestral It feels more timeless This might be One of the Last few Rammstein songs You might hear On modern rock radio Yeah Like you could play this On fucking Any radio station
0: Rammstein meets Opeth Let's go it
1: could be. There's like there's like only two sections where there's like power chords and like hard drums and the rest. It's like a choir and it's like it's just it's like it's majestic.
0: I think I think the guys are starting to realize, you know, a lot of these guys are starting to cruise into their late fifties, early sixties. And I think they're starting to realize like, you know, we have to create this this stuff is our legacy. And, like, we can't always do songs like fucking Poupe and Tattoo and, you know, stuff like that. Like, this kind of had, like, like I said, like a Simon, uh, Diamant kind of feel to it.
1: Diamant, big time. Yeah. Like, there's, like, they've aged gracefully. So yeah. This band, more than, I would say... A lot of fucking American yeah. bands... Oh, God, yes. A lot of American bands in that age bracket yeah. have not fucking aged gracefully at all.
0: <laughs> not, Not even just in their age bracket, but, like, Till... And you and I have had this conversation before. Till writes lyrics better than a lot of English-speaking songwriters do. He's a poet. Like, you look at Till's lyrics, like, you read them, you know, you read them translated into English, and the shit that Till is writing is, like, super fucking deep. Yeah. Like, not like this fucking, you know, five-finger fucking death punch fucking stupid-ass fucking radio-friendly fucking bullshit they play nowadays. Like, even looking at, like, things like, you know, like, songs like Dalai Lama or, like, even shit like fucking... You know, even to a lesser extent, like, even the joke songs, like, fucking Kind of Lust and stuff like that, you know, it's better, it's better songwriting than a lot of the fucking Americans
1: write. There's a clever bend to it. Yeah. Even with Zeit, there's, like, a bend to it, and, like, I don't, I tried, my damnedest to, like, try to translate the lyrics, but I don't have it all quite yet, but, like, the little... the little bits and pieces that I did have, because some of the rock websites were like, can we just put it in Google Translate? Here you go. I'm like, that's not... That's, <laughs> that's not, how, not
0: how you do it. That's
1: probably not what it's going to end up being. There's going to be like a couple of different like students in like Berkeley or wherever that are going to translate this shit, and it's going to be nuts. It's going to be way stronger than what the fuck you're doing on Google Translate. But from what I gather from it, it's really about, like, basically, like, the end of your life. Looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Zeitkamp, time will tell what your life is. And it's like, phew. I was not ready to see that shit I fucking 10 in the morning.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Well, I was trying to go to my go-to website um, for the Rammstein lyrics. It's called Herzlade.
1: Herzlade. <sighs> um
0: But, like, Herzlade usually does the English translations and it doesn't look like they've gotten around to He's working on it. translating Zeit yet. But give, him
1: a, give him a day or two. <laughs> Yo. Know. Dude, shit came out, what, three million views in one day? Fucking forget about it. Can we talk about the fucking hourglass part of the video? Yes. Okay. Because I watched it like two times back to back and I'm like, so how I interpreted that was that you have like they're not really like Grim Real Reapers per se, but they're like the overseers of time. They're like the fates. The fates. Yeah. And they're basically, they're handing babies to Ramstein, and then like, that's the beginning of the hourglass, and then the sand pours down to the women that are birthing the, the children. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Ramstein are like the observers of time, like the arbiters of time, and they're like... The babies are being fed through the hourglass out of ladies' vaginas. (laughs) If you did, you interpret it like that. Yes, I saw that. I'm like that is the baddest shit. That's the gangster shit right there. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I I more saw like
0: the the hooded figures as kind of like a Morpheus kind of character, like come into come with me, and I can
1: show you the real kind of shit. Which is interesting because everybody in the hourglass is blindfolded. Right. Except for them. Right. And they could see everything. Right. Shit's hot, dude. But
0: like the little boy out in the farm with right Oliver the Field, yeah. Yeah. And like the Oliver's trying to stop him
1: by the time he gets to the kid, the kid's dead. I saw that shit coming, I was like, Oh no. Yeah, bad. And then you see him like he's like Enveloped in the cloak, and then he comes back, and then, like he just becomes the sand. And I'm like, this fucking video. But like, to me, that that called back to
0: it had very much like an Ona dish feel to it, where they're carrying what is it till up the mountain? I think in the Ona dish video, I believe so it is. Yes. Which another one of my fucking absolute favorite.
1: Yeah, you know. Uh, it's so funny that like the Duhast band if you really sit down and analyze their discography they have some of the best ballads everybody talks about Duhast
0: and it's like okay Duhast cool it's a cool song it's a catchy song I need you to expand outwards yeah because like On The Dish like you know On The Dish which is without you um he's talking about like you know, uh, I forget how the actual verse goes, but it's like... mehr," And the birds sing no more. And the birds
1: sing no more. And you're like... Holy fuck. And it hits different. Once you realize what he's saying, you're like... Oh, okay. Yeah. This song is the same way. Like, once we find the true meaning, once it like, gets fully translated where we can understand it fully... It's gonna hit hard. And it's like... The video... This is, like, one of the very few times when their videos, like, the the imagery is, like, it strikes you in a way. It's, like, I don't really need to know what the fuck the words are. Like, that video was the enough. The video. And
0: Rammstein is kind of transcended. You know, Rammstein sings completely in German. Except for, like, a couple songs. Like, America, Stripped. They sing in French, like, you know. Yeah. Moscow, they sing in Russian. There you go. Um, but, you don't need to know German. Rammstein is that, one of the few bands that you don't need to know the language that they're singing in. You can feel it. To, like, really connect and feel the music. And, like, they transcended that. It's like baby metal. I know, like, some people are like, baby metal sucks, and they're like, metal light. But baby metal that's just good time it's good time metal it's got some hard rips in the background with some freaking you know 18 year old freaking asian girls singing on it you know i get made fun of at work who the fuck dares shit on baby metal i want to know these names my my friend my friend nikki she used to sit behind me and i would listen to like i would listen to like you know karate or like me chocolate and she'd be like, there's Tim listening to his Asian schoolgirl music again. And it's like, <laughs> it's metal, okay? Listen, lady. <laughs> Take it easy. But, you know. Dude, Ramstein's in my top five all time. Don't care. Dude, Ramstein, And we're going to go see them. Hopefully. Fucking COVID. Go the fuck away, god damn it. I'll, dude, I'll walk in there with a fucking
1: hazmat suit in September.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to go. But we have tickets to go see them in September and fucking with Zeit coming out, dude. I feel like fucking I feel like dude from fucking The Matrix where he's like, it's very exciting time. Like, I am that's an, how I feel. Now I am the Asian school <laughs> dove. <laughs> <laughs> but um now, having said that, talking about the new stuff coming out, you had recently seen a hit movie that has come out.
1: Yes. I have not had the opportunity to see it yet. I was going to say, it might be cool to do like a Disco Elysium thing where we have like part one is like my take on the movie and then part two is like Tim's take on the movie. What do you think about that? I'm down. Let's go. So, tell me,
0: you gave me kind of an abridged version in like the messages you sent me Tell me, let's start with, we'll do, we'll do a pros and cons of the movie. Okay. So let's, let's start with the pros. What did you like about
1: the Batman? Well, first, if you're going to say the Batman, we have to go... <laughs> da, 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 da. You're going to hear that a lot when you watch that movie. That's like his... It's almost like his entrance theme. Like a stone cold glass breaking, <laughs> walking down the ramp. I was just saying, there's some TikToks
0: making the rounds where it's like, you hear that music, and it's like when you're at McDonald's and you use your free water cup to get a soda, and then all of a sudden you hear the music in
1: the background, and they start to like <laughs> cry and run. Um, I yeah, Pattinson. Pattinson's stone cold, and he's got his own glass breaking. <laughs> I. Um, So I guess, okay, so we're not doing spoilers. I mean, you could, go go ahead. I mean, don't spoil the ending for me, please, but... I mean, like, so how far would you like me to go in terms of, like, you know, explanation of my
0: feelings? Go, go ahead. Just, like, like I said, don't ruin the, if you can help it, don't ruin the ending for me. So
1: when fucking Clayface (laughs) comes out with several dicks... (laughs) Um, I liked it, but the more I think about it, the more I feel like I am in the generation of people that, I've already had my best Batman, my favorite Batman of my time, so this movie is not really for me. Gotcha. In a lot of ways, I feel like when my daughter grows up a little bit more and she watches it, she's going to be like... Yo, this Batman is the shit. Your old-ass Batman movies, the fine, Dad. This Batman is the one. He's gonna watch Michael Keaton going, You wanna
0: get nuts? Let's get nuts. Come on! This is is stupid. Come on! By the way,
1: (laughs) I may or may not still go see the Flash movie on the strength only of Michael Keaton. Right. If he does not go, Come on! I'm gonna be fucking pissed. (laughs) Anyway, um, the movie itself... I feel it's too long. but That's what you were telling me. When you watch it, it doesn't feel boring. It doesn't really lag in parts. It feels like you're reading a really long book. Okay. The book is engaging. You're surprised that the book is so engaging and it's so long. So there's no regret in spending the three hours watching it. But it's just... It is like an investment. So I think... I feel... Your enjoyment of the movie depends on how much of a fan of David Fincher you are. Okay. That's my that's my take. Do you like David Fincher? Because you're going to fucking love this movie <laughs> if you like David Fincher. Now,
0: having said that, I know you said the movie is too long. Some of the stuff that you sent me, you're like... Yeah, Colin Farrell was good in the movie, but the penguin was like completely unnecessary. He
1: he does a good job with what he's given, obviously. But when you look at the the 3-hour like the broad scope of things, like the penguin is more like the scarecrow in the Nolan trilogy. I see Colin Farrell as being like when you when he's introduced in the movie, he's not a villain really. Like, Batman goes into the club. You see the scene in the trailer. He's fighting the dudes. He's like, I'm here to see the Penguin. Fuck you. And he starts punching dudes. And then he's like, hey, take it easy. What are you doing? Come on, come back with me. Hey, I'm Oz. How you doing? Like, it's really, like, he's friendly. But you know he's a, he's a fucking mob guy. But it, you haven't really seen the Penguin like that on a movie, on a big screen like that. So, Colin did a good job. So, one
0: thing I did here is that they kind of ripped off
1: slash borrowed some shit from the Telltale games. Yeah. Not ripped off, but it's sort of like another interpretation of that idea. It's just exploring that idea in order to give you another side of Gotham City and how a young socialite would grow up, deal with corruption, and sort of have that you know, um, tell that journey of like, okay, how deep does that corruption go? And when you find out how deep it does go, you're like, oh, fuck, okay. So he has to reflect. There's a lot of reflecting, but like the way that they do it, it is interspersed with good acting, surprise moments, and like good action where like Batman is fucking, Pattinson is like beating the fuck out of dudes. And it's intense. I do like that.
0: Yeah, because you had told me, like, there's, like, two or three actual Bruce Wayne scenes in the movie. The rest of it, it's just the Batman.
1: Yeah, he's straight up, like, the, the funeral scene is on YouTube. The full scene of, well, not the full U- funeral scene. They took out one interesting part. But majority of that scene is on YouTube. That was probably that scene, and there's two others where he's, like, not in costume. The rest of the three-hour movie, he is full in costume. That's why when I told you, I was like, imagine Seven, but Jeffrey Wright is Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt is in, like, a bat costume. (laughs) That's the movie. And it's good, but if you're not expecting that, you're going to be thrown off. Well, Matt Reeves,
0: when they asked him about it, he said this is not going to be an origin story with Bruce Wayne. No. He's like, there are too many of those. And he's like, I'm not doing that
1: again. Very smart. Because when the movie, and this is not really a spoiler, when the movie starts, it just goes straight into full-on narration by Pattinson. (sighs) And he's like, walking through Gotham City in like, not Batman garb, but he's like in undercover mode. So he's got like, the courier, like the backpack... The motorcycle, the hoodie with like the fucking helmet on, so you can't really see his face. And he's like doing like a Rorschach style narration where, like, I've been doing this for two years now. I don't know if this is helping the city or making it worse, but I'm trying. How is his Batman voice? It's good. It's funny. I was actually, because I saw this is the first Batman movie I kind of saw with the family. So, like, I got to see like my ladies comment on the Batman, right? Because yeah. all the other movies I've ever seen, it was like me and my dad, or just me and my friends. Now I'm like, seeing it as a dad, and that was kind of cool. Like, the passage of time, right? We were just yeah, talking right, about right? Hey. Hey. So, when I watched it, I thought, you know what? I don't, I I would much rather have three hours of that Batman voice, of Robert Pattinson's Batman voice, than Bales. Because Bales is more like... I thought we oh, were an oh. occupant. He's more like a barking dog try to scare you. Right. Pattinson is weird because like his intimidation is purely physical. When he talks he's very soft spoken. But he's ready to fucking like dog fight. And I, I like that. I think Matt Reeves did a really good like a really good job of like having a younger Batman that is trying to solve crimes and he's like in it. Like he's walking around with Gordon in the cops, elbow to elbow with cops, and the cops like, "What the fuck you doing here?" And he's like, "Like look at that, like touch me, like I like that shit, <laughs> like this pet, like this Batman's like he's ready to like fucking like, fight go. everybody. He's ready to fucking world star somebody. Like let's <laughs> fucking go. I do like that a lot. Now, other side, Dano, mm. how'd he do? I'm conflicted about Dano okay. because I love Dano, but I feel like. This version of the Riddler is very... is very... is very psychotic. There's more... To me, it feels more psychotic than cerebral. There is obviously cerebral stuff. And the puzzles and the riddles are, I think, well done. For the movie. For the context of the movie, the riddles are fine. And the riddles really move the plot. So, the... I do like that. I think you will like that because I know the Riddler's your favorite villain. You've talked about it. It's documented. So I I feel like I'm more curious about your reaction to this movie than my own because I've already had my... You no, know, Heath Ledger and all that shit. I've already had my moment. The Riddler being your guy, I'm very curious to see how you like this movie or how you view this movie because I feel like this might be the closest we get to... like a grounded, serious take on the Riddler in a modern lens. And the riddles really drive the plot. So this isn't like Jim
0: Carrey Batman Forever by little letters of an everyday sort, you'll see us all in attendance court
1: kind of thing? No. This is way more deep? People have compared it to like Jigsaw, like Tobin Bell. Okay. I don't think it's that deep, but there are moments when Paul is... Physical, like he, like you see him, like the, the, the movie starts with him like beating a dude to death. That's what starts the movie. So you see, there's a physical aspect. There's also a cerebral aspect, but there's also a psychotic aspect that he plays with. And I'm curious to see your reaction to that because I don't know if you would want your Riddler to be mentally unstable to that point. Cause you don't want him to be a caricature, you want him to be like a savant, right? Right. So there are savant elements. But there is an element of like this dude is like fucking like we gotta get him institutionalized immediately.
0: Do they physically does he physically fight a lot?
1: No. Okay. And that's not that's
0: not as bad because I was gonna say if he's like trying to fight Batman with his fists, no. I'm gonna be unhappy'
1: no. that is not
0: how the riddler does shit no
1: dude is fucking slick in this movie because the way that they the way that he sets up his own plan he's got contingencies he's got shit laid out to where basically everything he wants is fucking handed to him. And they don't even realize it. And that's what makes the movie for me. Was you have the chapters of the book. And you have different things to distract you from the main plot. But it's all pushing you in this one direction. So the writing, the scripting, all that was fucking top notch. I can't fuck with that. Um, Even as long as it is. I can't imagine cutting things out. Unless it's Penguin related. To make the movie more concise All the Riddler shit From point A to point Z Is fucking on target For me So I think the only thing I'm curious about Is just to see how you How much you enjoy Paul Dano's You know buck wild Riddler moments (laughs) (laughs) Does he
0: Does Dano put across the I'm smarter than everybody else vibe Like, is he like an egomaniac
1: like Riddler is? Not necessarily. But what makes Paul Dano's different is his is more, I grew up on the bottom. And now all you people on the top, I'm going to tear you motherfuckers apart from the inside. And I'm going to show the world how corrupt this place really is. So he's kind of got like a Talia
0: Ghoul kind of thing going on, where it's like you guys fucking basically poisoned yourselves from the inside out, and I'm just gonna tear the foundations of society down? Yeah,
1: I think so. There's a, okay. there's a, there's a little bit of that. There's a, like callbacks to that, yeah. And I think Matt Reeves did a good job of doing callbacks to like different eras of Batman and like in film, but it's not like It's not super obvious.
0: Now, would you be interested or intrigued if they merged together Joaquin's Joker and Pattinson's Batman?
1: You know, they won't do it. They're not going to do it.
0: I don't think they're going to do it, but, like, if they were to do that kind of a crossover, would you watch it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like DC... It's smart for them to keep that separate because the multiverse thing, the DC multiverse thing, is probably a better bet. Now, is the Batman part of the DC Dark Universe? From what I read, there, there is separation between all these movies. So, Flash, Aquaman know each other, but they're in their own cer- They're in their own corner. The Batman is in its own corner. Joker's in its own corner. Black Adam is part of Shazam and Shazam 2. So that's it back in the Justice League corner. So, like, DC has, like, this weird... I guess you're right, the Dark Universe thing, where, like, they have, like, this universe here, this universe here, this universe here. So you have, like, all the Zack Snyder shit over here and then everything else over here that makes money. People like... Well, because... Joker was supposed
0: to be the launch of the DC Dark Universe. Right. So I'm trying to determine, like, is Batman going to be in the DC Dark Universe or are they just going to be like, nope, this is just its own
1: fucking thing. Sub-galaxy fucking F. I think it's going to be sub-galaxy fucking F. Alright, cool. So, and I think that's fine, but I... I'm not sure if there's really value in, like, just doing a new Batman movie every 8 to 10 years. Assassin's
0: Creed that shit. Let's do one every year. You know what I mean? Like,
1: every 8 to 10 (laughs) years, we'll just... Every 8 to 10 years, we'll just do a new Batman movie. We'll just, just reboot it again. Just separate from everything. Like, we don't need continuity. Just every 10 years, we'll just have a new version of Batman for the modern era. I... I guess that's okay, but... Did they set it up for a sequel? they are trying. they are trying. Do you think it needs one? No. Okay. I think their setup was kind of shitty. Alright. As good as Paul Dano is, the setup, to me, did nothing t- for me. It did nothing for me. Even but, the shit with the website, click here for your reward, all that stuff? The website stuff, the puzzle stuff was cool, but the setup in the movie when you watch it, I mean, it's like... Lame? To me, lame. To me, like, it, you could have cut that. You could have cut that big fucking time. Like, if you just had a solid one-shot, you know what I mean? Beginning to end, good to go. See, but we
0: got, we got spoiled. We got spoiled growing up, and this this is going to lead me to our, our, our next part of this. Yeah. So, um... You had brought this up. This is actually your idea, so I, I'm not going to make it sound like it's fucking mine. Like a dick. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, you know what? I'm fucking Zuckerberg in this shit. You're the Wiggle Boss <laughs> first Fuck you. Um, so we, you had mentioned something about the Batman movies and which ones are your favorites and all that stuff. Right. So if I, if you were to pick your favorite Batman movie... Going from number one, what would your number one Batman movie be? Dark Knight. See, I'm going to sound stereotypical, but I'm going to agree with you. Dark Knight was just such a fucking. It was just such a masterstroke. Everything in that fucking movie was just so well done.
1: It's funny that. It's funny you mentioned that. But like. <laughs> I watched a couple of YouTube people, people I don't normally watch. Ranking the Batman movies. And it's like, hey guys, what's up? Welcome to my channel. It's fucking Dave from fucking... <laughs> <Sorry>. Dave from <laughs> But like, there was a lot of white dudes ranking the Batman fucking movies. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I watched a couple of those dudes just to see what they thought. And one thing that bothered me, all of them had Dawn of Justice... And Justice League. Do you even count those? No. I. Okay. I we cannot... Okay, if we're going to do a list right now, Tim... Okay, like, full disclosure, if we're uh, going to do, like... If we're going to argue... If we're going to, like, dick, sword fight each other... Um, we're going to do that anyway. That's true. Drop trial. <laughs> but, like, if we're going to do that, honestly... agree. Agree with me. No. <laughs> Man of Steel... Dawn of Justice, Justice League, is Zack Snyder's Superman trilogy. Agree? Yes. Those movies, shitty or not... Garbage. ...are based and centered and focused on Superman. Yes. Those Those are not Batman movies. They're not Batman movies. They don't count. they are not Batman movies. They don't count. No. Even the four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League is still a Superman movie. Which was better. It was better. It was great. I'll say it was fucking great. Yeah, it was better. Um, But it's not a Batman movie. No.
0: Dark Knight, though, it's very hard to overcome Dark Knight. Just because Dark Knight was just written so well, acted well. Like, everything in that movie was just fucking nailed. Everybody in that movie did great.
1: After watching the YouTubers from this morning trying to, like, analyze... Why they liked it. And, like, you've heard, like, I, they said, like, kind of, like, stereotypical things of, like, it was like Michael Mann's heat, but with Batman in it. And I'm like, yeah, there's truth to that. But I think, for me personally, what made that movie so resonant was, like, the intensity. Like, yes. the shocking yep. feelings of that movie. And, like, that's more than Heath, Aaron Eckhart, he, his intensity plays a huge
0: part of that movie, Dude, when he's in the fucking when he's in the fucking hospital and he sees that fucking coin, there's no sound, just
1: music. Dude, when I tell you, that scene and when he's talking to Gordon, when he's like, yeah. the entire theater jumped. Yeah. Nobody jumped like that in the Batman, in <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> so as much as I like Matt Reeves, respect to all those people. You guys didn't have the intensity. Even Paul Dano, as bad as fuck as he was in There'll be Blood, there's moments when he's trying he's trying to bring that out. But the script, the vibe, it doesn't it doesn't have that same like Jesus Christ, like you just like everybody jumps and you're like, Oh what the fuck like I thought this was a superhero movie, what the fuck I I'm scared right now. Yeah, no, because
0: like you know, like I said, that part the part with the coin where he Grabs a coin and
1: he's fucking, he, like, he he's, rips his face and he's like, Yeah, he's like, it's like you see like the pain in his face yeah. and it just cuts away. I'm like, She, I looked at my dad, I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what the fuck's gonna but happen?
0: But like, even like the scenes, like you know, the scene with him and Maggie Gyllenhaal where it's just quiet, it's quiet. There's a couple, there's like a real quiet, like sym- like, symphony, like, there's a couple strings you can hear in the background, oh, yeah, but it's just. It's just intensity. It's just tense. There's nothing else. It's it's how you would envision picturing it in real life if you were a spectator watching this shit. Just super tense. You don't want to make a move. You don't want to move a fucking muscle because you have no idea what this crazy, unhinged bastard with the fucking knife is going to
1: do. And I really... I really tried fucking hard to feel it, to want to feel that watching the Batman. Uh-huh. I didn't. That's, it's, it just for me personally, I didn't have that moment in the theater where I was like, oh, fucking, let's go. Like, yeah. when I watch Joker, and he's doing a comedy club, and I'm, I'm grabbing my fucking armrests, I didn't have that, and I well, wanted Joker, it. Joker,
0: Joker was such a great movie, too, but I, we're not
1: counting that. I wanted it, but I didn't get it in the Batman.
0: Yeah. So, not-
1: I, for me, it's, I, it was lacking that special intensity that the Dark Knight, for me, still has. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, though. Timothy? <laughs> oh, shit. So, Dark, is Night is, Dark Knight is the best Batman movie. Yes. Um, wh- what's the second best Batman fucking movie? See, this is where it gets hard for me. Yeah.
0: Because right now, I'm debating between two. And that is the original Keaton Batman, or Batman Begins. Oh fuck!
1: Okay. So I'm gonna
0: go. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with my pure, my pure logic on this one, and I'm gonna say, Keaton Batman is two, Batman Begins is three. Yeah,
1: I. As much as I love Batman Begins i it's well documented that i fucking i wore that v h s tape out
0: well i mean we were we were literally just talking about it too
1: yeah i i think in a lot of ways too, looking back on it, and this is i think talked about in like some looking but <laughs> like
0: <laughs> i think the tim burton batman eighty nine kind of started the whole summer
1: blockbuster thing,
0: yeah, it sure did, yeah, it sure did. And they, you know, that was one of the first, like, commercials I had seen in a movie was when fucking Albert's fucking drinking the Diet Coke. <laughs> but, like, another, another just completely well-rounded cast, really well-done shit. I mean, like, you had fucking Jack Palance, you had fucking Jack Nicholson, obviously Michael Keaton, um, Kim Basinger before the whole shit with her and Alec Baldwin, and then, like, both of them lost their fucking minds. Um, I always forget, is it Robert Wool or Albert Brooks? I always get the two confused. Who's the fucking... Who's oh, Clayton of... Knox? Yeah. That's Robert wool Okay, I always get the two confused for some reason. And then, fucking, uh... Lando Calrissian. What the fuck is his name?
1: Billy D. Williams. There you go. Harvey, can Harvey Dent. Yeah. Can you imagine? And Harvey Dent. Can you imagine fucking Billy D turning into Two-Face. <laughs> was, dude, I would've
0: been down... You know, I guess there was originally talk of that happening. Dude. If Burton directed a third Batman movie. I was so sad
1: when I found out that was gonna be in the works. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I would've fucking loved that shit. But we'll get to those train wrecks in a fucking minute. <laughs> um, so you... Okay, so... I was ex- I was kind of expecting you to pick Batman Begins over Batman 89, but it's interesting that we agree. It, it's
0: hard. It's hard because Batman Begins is... That's another really good one. And, like, Liam Neeson is fucking Ross al Ghul.
1: Damn near stole that movie. Yeah.
0: Oh. I mean, that fucking close. That close from stealing it away from fucking Bale, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But, um... It was, it was a good origin story for, like, how Bruce is like, all angsty. And, like, when he comes back to fucking Gotham. And he fucking wants to go after, you know, Joe Chill. And he wants to fucking go after uh, Falcone. And one of the best fucking scenes in that movie is, I forget, who plays Fa-
1: Carmine Falcone in that movie? Tom Wilkinson. Thank you. Well, can I tell you something real quick? Yeah. Carmine's in The Batman. Yeah, that's Tuturo. Fucking Totoro. I didn't realize he was in this movie. And then when I seen him, I wanted to shout out in the theater like... (laughs) Grenada! (laughs) Is that when you decided? I was was, was at the service, man. Oh, really? Where were you at? Grenada. Is that when when you decided to shack up with your aunt? Don't get cute, (laughs) my aunt. But yes. But yes. I was going to say, I've seen that movie a
0: lot. That's one of my sister's favorite movies. Fuck yeah. Um... But that was one of the selling points I tried to get to Kate, to have Kate watch it, because she loves Tutoro.
1: She's, he does a good job in, in the, in the Batman, the, but one of the best scenes in Batman
0: Begins is where Bruce Wayne and Falcone are sitting in the fucking restaurant and he points out the judge. He's like, I got judges, cops in here. He pulls out a gun and he aims it right at Bruce Wayne. And he's like, I could shoot you right now. I wouldn't take twice to put a bullet yeah. in your head right now. That's
1: power you can't buy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's one of the best, most gangster motherfucking scenes in that movie. Because it shows, like, Batman's drive to clean Gotham City. And when Ra's al Ghul is talking to him about it, he's like... You're trying to save something that can't be saved. Gotham is the new Babylon. This motherfucker needs to be burned to the ground. And it was just, it,
1: just how they played it out was fucking gangster. Super good. I do think it's funny, like, when I watched a couple of different, like, YouTube videos, like, okay, so, like, in Batman Begins, he's like a straight-up ninja, right? He's like a straight up ninja. I'm like, yeah, kind of. In in this movie in the in the Batman, he's not a ninja. No, he's, he's just a street fighter. From he's what like I've seen. basically Alfred teaches him how to like punch dudes. That's pretty <laughs> much it. That's pretty much it. Um, which is fine.
0: But after after Batman begins, then it would probably be the Dark Knight Rises, and really? main, yeah, mainly mainly the reason on that would be. Um, I agree with like a lot of the comic book readers where they're like, Tom Hardy's great, but he's too little. Because like I'm I'm you know, seeing what he is in the comic books where he's like fucking, you know like seven feet tall and just completely fucking roided out. Yeah, he's like a big ass
1: Andrade. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, and he's a fucking luchador. He's a big ass fucking Mexican. How you know? (laughs) How you know? But in The Dark Knight, he's Tom Hardy, who, don't get me wrong, I still wouldn't fuck with that guy. Tom Hardy's fucking completely swole the fuck out in that movie. Yeah. He'd fucking throw my ass through a fucking wall. And I'm almost 300 motherfucking pounds. But, um... It's a good movie. It's a good end to Nolan's Batburst. Um, especially the scene where Alfred is talking about, like, I always dreamed that I would go to Italy and I'd see you across from your wife and like you're not the Batman anymore, you're living. And you know, that's how they end that's how they end the series is Alfred's at that Italian restaurant and he sees Bruce and Selena Kyle sitting across from each other and I mean I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna say, you know, I'm married but I still have eyes. And Hathaway fucking in that fucking black leather suit Jesus fucking Christ my God <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the way real quick I know that like as far as topical stuff Zoe Kravitz came out and she was like yeah I tried to audition for Batman back when Nolan was directing and they didn't hire me because they said I was it was they weren't looking for uh, they weren't looking to have like an urban style movie so there was like this uh, hint of like racism listen I don't think Nolan is racist uh-uh. uh uh Ben Shapiro and some other people were saying how all the black people in the Batman movie are good and all the white people are bad. You know what I have to say to that? For all the people in the Dark Knight, all the black people in the Dark Knight that Heath shot in the face, (laughs) we deserve a little bit of... in return. You know what I'm saying? Because you go back and watch Dark Knight. Fucking gamble, got cut. That guy on Wacker Drive... Heath shot him in the face with a shotgun. Uh-huh. The one black cop that walked in the hospital. Heath shot him in the face. <laughs> I can't say nothing. Else. <laughs> I'm not saying it's racist, but like, look, they got they got fucked up in that movie. <laughs> uh, all right. So
0: past, past. Actually, no. You know what? I'm being completely fucking selfish, ass. What would your
1: next one be? So, for me, my I guess my order from Dark Knight, I would put Batman 89. I I don't know. I like Dark Knight Rises a lot. And I think what I like about that movie is with Nolan, he said this in interviews. He was like, everybody says the third movie is always the worst, right? So we tried really hard to make this movie... Not the worst, <laughs> I think that movie is very much like piecemeal together at well, certain points rises. it's it's piecemeal together at certain points because initially he scarecrow wasn't supposed to be the person being the judge,
0: oh, you're talking about like the court of owls kind of shit that scene? was supposed,
1: that was supposed to be Heath, yeah, so you know I feel bad because he was kind of he was just working with what he was dealt.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's Kelly Murphy, so I mean, that dude's fucking consummate professional, so that dude's got it.
1: Yeah, I'm not really, I was never really bothered by the plot holes of Dark Knight Rises where people were like, how did Batman get back from the desert hole all the way back to Gotham? Well, if you think about it, when Morgan Freeman's talking to people, he's saying that, you know, it's been a whole month of Bane's revolution, so like, if the movie is playing out of time, out of sequence... It would make sense that Batman climbed out after like two or three weeks, and then got back in time. I never really questioned it. If you think that's silly, maybe, but like, you know, people say that there's logic the logic gaps in the Dark Knight when they're like, "Why? Why did Batman have to take the fall? It's fucking stupid. Why? Did, why? Why couldn't he just say it was what, it was Joker? Yeah. Hey guys, I don't know if you watched that movie lately, but like, Gordon's on the walkie-talkie with. Harvey, and he's like, what are you doing to my family, Harvey? Like, there's no going back. <laughs> Either he did it, or somebody else right. fucking did it right then and there. So, there, I don't think that's a logic cap. So, I would put Dark Knight Rises over Batman Begins, only because it's like a swan song to a trilogy. And Michael Caine is given way more to fucking do. He's got way more much more to work with as far as like acting range when he's like crying and shit at the end when he's like crying at the grave <laughs> and shit.
0: I, I'm pretty sure I used that gif on you more than I can count where I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll you trusted you. me
1: and I failed you. That
0: shit was sad when I watched
1: it. That shit was sad when I watched it in the theater, man.
0: I mean, it was sad but like it, it'll be funny like you'll ask me to do something I'll forget about it and I'll be like,
1: I'm so sorry. You trusted me and I failed you. But I, I did like how in a lot of ways, each villain of Nolan's Bat trilogy was like, they, they challenged Bruce in different ways. So like, Ra's al Ghul was like morality. And then with Heath, it was like, you know, escalation and extremes. Of how, far, how far can I push you before you break? Right. Mentally. And then with Bane, it was pure physicality. And I love, I fucking, dude, that fight. No music. Just breathing and punching. Yep. That shit, I still get hyped just thinking about this shit.
0: The most disturbing shit, though, is when you can hear the cowl break. (sighs) When fucking Hardy's punching his face and you can hear the fucking cowl starting to snap and then it eventually breaks.
1: And see, that's, you know, Nolan had a vision of what he wanted each villain to do to Batman. And when you see it play out, you're like, fuck, man, you can't touch it. Nope. Can't fuck with it. Same thing with the the battens the battens and shit, like I was still waiting for the moments like that. Well, how does Riddler really fucking get this dude? like how does he really get him? I didn't feel the same way I did. You know what I mean? I didn't feel that intensity, man, and like the the different forms of intensity that Nolan captured. Matt Reeves, his his is more cerebral, it's more thought out, it's more, like, meticulously planned out. But I didn't feel, like, a guttural reaction, except for one, one part at the end of the Batman. To give him credit, there's something that Matt Reeves does with the Batman that Nolan did not do. But I don't want to say too much else, because that's really what makes that movie fucking stand out. So... Watch that shit when it comes out to HBO Max so we can talk about this shit in part two. <laughs> but I would put I put Dark Knight Keaton 89 Dark Knight Rises Can I be super rogue for a minute? Yeah. Can I put Batman Returns before Batman Begins? I mean, yes.
0: It's your list. Now, if you said Batman and Robin I would kick you the fuck
1: out of my house. <laughs> No, you'd be so gone. Fucking no. <laughs> I. How, what's your take on Batman Returns? What's your What's your feeling? Oh, like? Batman
0: Returns was going to be my next one.
1: Oh, okay. Talk to me.
0: Batman Returns is is another really good movie. My only problem is is that Danny DeVito did a great job as Penguin. Viper did a great job as Catwoman. To me, there just felt like certain parts in the movie where Keaton felt like he was checked out. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That was my only problem, because, I mean, you had fucking Danny DeVito, you had Michelle Pfeiffer, you had fucking... Christopher Walk. Christopher Walken as Max von Schreck, like, fucking awesome. Um, But... That's the only thing that kept me from fucking, you know, rating that a bit higher, is that Keaton just, some points it felt like he was dialing back a bit. And I don't know if that was at Tim's Bur- Tim Burton's direction, or if it was like he was just fucking tired of doing it. Because I guess it took a lot of convincing for him to fucking actually do Batman Returns.
1: I heard that, yeah. So. It was like four years after, right? Yeah. I think Batman Returns came about 92. Yeah. Batman Forever came out in 95. So, yeah. It was, like, four years after. Yeah. But, like, still, very good
0: movie. I'll fucking watch Batman Returns and fucking Batman 89. Like that. Without hesitation.
1: I think people shit on that movie, like, without justification. Like, in a lot of weird ways. Like, (laughs) there's a little bit of, like, Sexual awakening that I kind of described in Batman Returns because me as a little kid, because look I was born in '86, so I was like my almost my daughter's age when I went to see Batman Returns, and I was like watching like Michelle Pfeiffer in like a latex suit. And I'm yeah. like, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in my pants right now? There's some shit happening here. <laughs> and also, can we talk about Danny DeVito's, like, when looking at Colin Farrell's, like, hey, I'm Oz. how you doing? Fucking come on. Like, he's like a mobster. You look back at Danny DeVito's, like, weird, perverted like, recluse, fucking sewer-born penguin. I played this stinking city like a harp from hell. He's, like, shaking in the <laughs> Like, But, like, no, like, the perversity of it. Yeah. Like, the, like, he was, like, naked, sexual charisma. He's, like, he wanted to fuck everybody, even the dudes. like, <laughs> Danny DeVito was, like, horny on fucking Main See Street in was... That
0: movie.
1: <laughs> It was so good, though, and, like,
0: he embraced, like, the old Burgess Meredith, like, I have the fucking umbrella that fucking has a shotgun in it, and I have an umbrella that's a fucking Tommy gun, and I have all these different fucking crazy umbrellas that do weird shit. That was more, like, devoted to the old 1960s Adam West Batman kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Which we're gonna get to. Yeah. I was going to say, that's still my fucking wife's all-time favorite Batman. Nothing will ever change her mind on that.
1: Really? Adam West is like... Go wake her up right now. Let's fucking talk about (laughs) it. Um, Okay, so... In my list... And this is like... I'm not... It's not shitting on Batman Begins, but like... I still haven't put Batman Begins in the the order yet. (laughs) So like, for me, it'd be Dark Knight... Um... 89, Dark Knight Rises, Batman Returns, how about the animated shit? Did you ever see Batman, Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah, we talked about that. Let's fucking go. Yeah, that was really the
0: only animated movie that I had watched outside of The Killing Joke. And I just rewatched Mask and the Phantasm, I think it was like a couple
1: months ago. Fucking smokes. And it still fucking holds up. Intense. So intense. Mark Hamill's still the baddest motherfucker. Oh, yeah, dude. Mark Hamill, like,
0: him with the VO work, he had like a super career resurgence with that shit. And is that fucking, is that still Conroy doing the Batman voice? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not fucking Conroy anymore. They I switch it up. It. They yeah. switch
1: it up a bunch. But, like, there's a whole bunch of people, like, they had, like, the the DC animated, like, all that carryover shit. It's actually kind of, like, a cool, like, there's a cool little, like, subsection of, like, DC animated. But, like, they, they have, like, fucking Jerry O'Connell as Superman. Sometimes it's fucking, like, insane. Like, Rosario Dawson's, like, Wonder Woman. Like, they do a bunch of crazy shit. But the OG, like, the original... Kevin Conroy is Batman and fucking Mark Hamill is the Joker, dude. You can't touch that shit.
0: Kevin Conroy's just got that fucking... He's got that super deep, bassy voice. And him mixing with Hamill. Hamill sounds like a complete and total fucking psychopath when he does the Joker <laughs> It's fucking amazing. But um, Mask of the Phantasm was really fucking good because it was creepy. It was really creepy and fucking weird. And like the one scene that always sticks out in my mind is the dudes fucking standing in the grave. Yeah. And the fucking tombstone falls over on him. Hell yeah, dude! Like me watching that, like, you know, I'm only a year older than you are. Dude, we rented almost... that shit for fucking blockbuster. That shit was hype. Dude, I rented that from our fucking gas station because we didn't have <laughs> we didn't have blockbuster. Oh fuck. We only had, like, Look at me being Balbuji shit. <laughs> we had, like, local video rental shops, and so we had, like, our fucking supermarket would rent videos. It's like, like a ass- dude with a gun. <laughs> He's like,
1: you want a fucking movie? And
0: he, like, shot at us. <laughs> we paid him in fucking earthworms and fucking fish sticks. What's up?
1: Welcome to Wisconsin, bitch.
0: <laughs> no, I still remember... And what's funny is, is it was new releases were... And this is, the, I'm really going to fucking date myself. New releases were $2.11. Wow. And if the movie was more than a year old, you got to rent it for uh, 99 cents and it was for five days. You had to bring it back five days. Hell yeah. Um, but I rented *Mask of the Phantasm and then, excuse me. Ugh. But, Mask of the Phantasm was fucking great. But it was the o- really the only one of the animated ones that I have watched from cover to cover, front to back. I have a couple of the new ones that I want to watch. Like, I have Batman Hush in my queue. I have Gotham by Gaslight that I want to watch. And I forget the other one, but... Long Halloween I heard was good. I'll have to check
1: that one out, too. But, yeah. I guess guess they took parts... Not parts, but they took some certain choices from Long Halloween and, I guess, Telltale Games, and they blended that in for Z Batman. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Huh.
0: But... No, Mask of the Phantasm definitely is up there.
1: You can't... It's got to be at least top five, top six. You can't fuck with it. Um, Okay. Now, have you ever watched Batman Adam West movie? Yeah. Okay.
0: My dad made me watch it.
1: Okay, that movie's awesome. For two reasons. One, shark. (laughs) Two, the scene when... Basically, Adam West, in full Bruce Wayne mode, is pissed because they kidnapped fucking Catwoman. And he's like, I will fucking kill all you guys. Like, you better not touch my fucking girlfriend. (laughs) And he fucking breaks out of the room. He, He double punches the door. And punches three men at once with two fists. That is the gangster shit. I'm going to punch three men with two hands. Bank. (laughs) He punches Penguin, Riddler, and Joker with two hands. Fucking simultaneous fucking double punch. Five out of five. Uh, Can't touch
0: that. Adam West, like, back in the day, like, Adam West, I could see his appeal, And then, like, as he got older... People were like, he's super aloof. You know, he's marketable by being super aloof. So, I don't know. The 60s Batman stuff was... It's the 60s, bro. It's silly. It was, like, super goofy. Kate, like I said, Kate loves that stuff. Like, she'll watch the old Batman TV series. And one day we... Yeah. Fucking Bat-toosie. Um... (laughs) So one day I think we watched Batman for like six fucking hours straight.
1: Hell yeah, that's that's real love right there, dude.
0: And I was like, all right, I need to watch like real Batman where he's killing people. Um, <laughs> I need to watch him like cripple, dudes. Question: yes. Did you ever watch the Green Hornet? You mean with fucking fuck. Seth Seth Green? No, fuck <laughs> fuck Seth Rogen or Seth Rogen that's right
1: I always wanted the outlier of that fucking movie that movie's a fucking travesty uh, well,
0: well I mean it's we're an still abomination. doing
1: it. that's an abomination on the god <sighs> our lord
0: fuck that movie so apparently we're doing an outlier episode on Green Hornet have you ever right. seen it
1: no Christoph Waltz is in it no I have seen it I have he could even Christoph Waltz couldn't save that movie yeah he's, he's the villain isn't he and he
0: tried could not he develops, like, a new gun or something like that.
1: You should have yeah. developed a new fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But the show with Bruce no, Lee... I no, never,
0: I never watched the show.
1: Really? Okay, because there's an episode where, like, they cross over. And Adam, oh, really? and Adam West and the Green Hornet are fucking, like, crossing over. You never seen it? Fuck. Maybe one day we'll have to watch it. We'll have to find it on YouTube or some shit.
0: Now, let's get to the fucking toilet bowl of this shit. Talk to me. Take over. Toilet bowl would be any of the fucking Schumacher fucking. Well, you know what? I'll give Batman Forever a little bit of a
1: pass. Val Kilmer. I think Val Kilmer did a really good job as Bruce Wayne. Yes. Bruce Wayne, like, solely. Like, you know, my father's red book. Like, he tried. There was, like, effort. I I can't fuck with Val Kilmer when it comes to Bruce Wayne parts. The Batman parts, it was like pure, like, hey, you like my leather suit? (laughs) Do you want to touch my
0: dick? (laughs) Chase Meridian? (laughs) It was, like, bad. But there were, like, the problems I had with that movie. Tommy Lee Jones, great actor.
1: Awesome horrible fucking two-face he never got a chance to be harvey dent yeah like if they just showed like i was actually even as a kid watching that theater in the theater i was fucking pissed i'm like talking to my dad like why didn't they have harvey do the court scene like i want to see him as harvey because i already watched the cartoon and harvey's a bad motherfucker in the cartoon it's not
0: colorful eric And that was, like, the thing that, like, really drove me nuts with Joel Schumacher. He's like, I need to have, like, weird colors that don't fucking fit in with the movie, but I just need to be vibrant. And it's like, no, Burton didn't have to do that shit. No. Why do you gotta do that shit?
1: But the thing, too, like, in hindsight, years and years later, when you find out about the Schumacher cut that was three hours and there was, like, dark bat shit and, like... There's a gigantic bat in the cave that, like, Bruce looks at, and, like, it's like a demon, like, nightmare vision. That sounds sick as fuck. But is that, is that, like, is there really, like, a three-hour movie that's actually, like, way different and way better, like Zack Snyder's? Maybe. But uh, who's to say? We don't know. All I can say is what the fuck I saw in the theater. When I was in the theater watching this shit, I was like, you have, like, a TV screen of, like, Time Lee Jones going, ha, ha, ha. And then, like, a mobster, like, throws acid in his face. And then Batman's, like, diving through the jury, like, no. He's <laughs> like, dog, what the fuck? They could have made that a whole path of the movie. I just got done watching a Fox Kids fucking Harvey, Big Bad Harv, like, you're talking to the wrong Harvey. Like, I already you already gave me the best Two Face. You give me this shit on fucking TV. Don't fuck with me. I, you already like Fox Kids already fucked you up. <laughs> but still,
0: I mean, even with that, that's not the shittiest one to me. No, Batman and Robin definitely takes the motherfucking cake, and that's just because, a Chris O'Donnell. Fuck that dude. That dude is a terrible motherfucking actor. And the entire time I fucking seen Robin and any of those fucking movies, I'm like, just kill this motherfucker. Rubber lips don't work, your charms. Christ, uh, <laughs> <all> <laughs> I just want Joker to come out of the fucking wings somewhere with a fucking pipe and beat his ass to death like Jesus. Did fucking Jason Todd. Jesus anyway, Christ. Um, so. Chris O'Donnell sucks. <laughs> <laughs> A, Harsh. B, 2, Chris O'Donnell sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we're switching, we're switching. <laughs> um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, for as great of an actor and like as quippy as he is, and it's so funny because like this is a guy that came to the U.S., didn't speak any English, and then he'd write all these quippy lines for him in like movies like Kindergarten Cop and like The Running Man and all that stuff. It just didn't work as Victor Freeze. Victor Freeze, tragic figure. Tragic figure, and he's like, "Won't we'll kill the dinosaurs." The, the ice, ice age. age. I'm like, oh my god!
1: Another, Fox Kids, fucked you up because, I went I went back, on HBO Max and put on Batman the animated series. My daughter came downstairs. She wanted to fuck around and play. Like, nah, sit and watch Batman with your dad. Yeah. We watched fucking the Mr. Freeze shit, and she was, like, captured. Yeah, and you're talking like Mr. Freeze with, like, the big suit,
0: the red goggles and shit, right? That shit
1: cannot be touched. Yeah. I was hoping that Arnold Schwarzenegger would be huge, hulking robot sad robot man but an Arnold Schwarzenegger physicality that would have that could have been one of the baddest Stupid fucking movies. Stupid fucking gangster shit. Can you imagine now in hindsight, like the idea of like young Arnold Schwarzenegger in like a in that old Batman animated series suit. Let's go. Grabbing fucking Clooney and fucking throwing him through a goddamn wall. Money. Fucking give Money. it to me. Money. <laughs> but instead we had, you know, your emotions make you weak. That's why this day is mine. <laughs> I'm like, fuck <laughs> out of here, man. Even as a little kid, I was like, the next day I'm coming home. I'm looking at my dad, like, take two of these. And you call, call me in, in the, in the morning. morning. It's so, it's so silly. My name is Freeze and learned it well. <laughs> um, Tragic Arnold Schwarzenegger could have been money. Dude. Oh man fucking months. And they
0: set it up that way too because they're doing his origin story and they're like this is Victor Freeze his wife has a rare condition that he's trying to
1: fix But and they fucked like, it up they did. It, they fucked it up They did the same thing They have like closed caption fucking Wrestlemania 85 footage of like Arnold Schwarzenegger like at the fucking like circuit panel and it like sparks out and he like falls off the What is with Joel Schumacher and the fucking like Close caption fucking, like, origin story in a TV, tiny TV screen. He did it to fucking Two-Face, and then fucking Mr. Freeze like, Fuck out of here. But, so, that sucks.
0: Um, Uma Thurman, another very talented actress, did great in Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. Completely fucking wasted his pen wisely.
1: As I the told Lady piece. Freeze, as I pulled her plug, this is, this is a the show. show. And it's <laughs> like, oh my god. Please stop. Is it bad that I remember all those lines, but I can't remember a single line from The Batman? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we've
0: probably seen Batman and Robin fucking ad nauseum. Um, but that sucked. Alicia Silverstone, fun to look at in that movie. Not a great actress. Um... Do I really need to keep going? It's just just so bad. The one-liners. Clooney is Batman. Him is Bruce Wayne. Okay. Batman, fucking no. Stop it. Especially that fucking part where him and fucking Robin are fucking bidding with each other for fucking Poison Ivy. And he pulls out the Batman Black American Express And he's like, never leave home without it. Never leave the
1: cave without it.
0: I wanted to fucking shoot everybody at that party. (laughs) And then commit seppuku in the middle of the fucking room for having hurt it.
1: (laughs) Wow. Imagine, like, (laughs) thinking about it now, it's like, were were those old rich guys, like bidding on flower slash prostitutes. He's like, I bid 500000 on the Magnolia. Like, you gonna suck my ass.
0: Oh, dude, No, dude. Dude, there's no question about that. They were definitely bidding to get a piece of that fucking ass. I want the Marigold suck my dick. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck is this shit? This wasn't like, you know, you have the women spending time with you. Fuck that. It wasn't just fucking... They're not just gonna fucking go and have tea with you. You're expecting them to fucking bounce on that dick for fucking half a million fucking dollars. Golly. I mean, I'm not like victim blaming, I'm not fucking validating rape. I'm just saying
1: <laughs> No, we're just we we're, we're we're just realizing there was prostitution <laughs> in Batman and Robin. That's all it is.
0: It's just it's such it's such a bad movie. It's so campy. It's so fucking just.
1: Don't forget Bane, Monkey Bomb. Monkey work, Monkey work, bomb, bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Completely forgot Bane was in that movie.
1: And how'd they beat him? They kicked the tube out of his head, and he just melted. And like, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Monkey work, Monkey work. But like, ten out of
0: ten. <laughs> ten out of ten. Reverse 10 out of 10. What is the opposite of 10? (laughs) But, Schumacher almost single-handedly ruined Batman movies forever.
1: Yeah, comic book movies, kind of. Yeah. It took, uh, what, Blade and fucking X-Men and fucking Batman Begins, I think, to pull it out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because, like, after, after Batman and Robin, everybody's just, like, this is the dumbest fucking shit ever. <laughs> I have yet to... My wife... I think she I think she only says it to piss me off. Because she's like, that movie's not that bad. And I'm like, wife, I love you, but you need to shut the fuck up. Because you don't know... You're sounding pretty dumb right now. I'm about to divorce
1: you over some <laughs> nonsense. <laughs>
0: but, like, the main reason why I don't like it is because of Crystal Donald. I just... He's just so fucking bad. He's just <laughs> such a bad actor. We're just fucking Two-Face. and he's like so fucking hasty. It's just like I'm going to fucking stab you to death. Shut the fuck
1: up. Even the part with uh, when Two-Face when he finally gets him. Tommy Lee fucking makes him look stupid. Yeah. Very noble, stupid,
0: but noble.
1: Yeah. You got him. Jim Carrey as the Riddler. You know what? Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey at peak Jim Carrey. Can't yeah, before, fuck with it before
0: he's before he became nihilist, Jim Carrey. You can't. we can't fuck with it. What have we got for him, Johnny? <laughs> Still no, please? that was one of the <laughs> few redeeming factors of Batman Forever. Was Jim Carrey just being completely fucking crazy, unhinged
1: Riddler? It's the fact like, the fastest origin story of a villain of all fucking yeah. time. Was like, I've you, and then you just totally blow me off. I'm going to murder everyone. <laughs> it's like, God damn. It was basically, you know,
0: Riddler, The how they did the Riddler origin story on that one was, was I, I didn't disagree with that one. I didn't hate that one. Yeah. Where he was like a fanboy of Bruce Wayne, and he was like, I just want to impress Bruce. I want to, like, you know be like his confidant and I want him to mentor me and Bruce is like yeah your idea is fucking insane
1: <laughs> it's like that guy who's like hey Elon Musk I want to be like like side CEO of fucking Tesla and Elon's like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then his
0: response is alright I'm just gonna fucking murder literally everybody <laughs> and suck out their brains <laughs> This is your brain on the box.
1: This is my brain on the box.
0: Anybody else feel like a brain
1: We know too many lines from those movies. Yeah, right? No shit. So I guess, okay, so what? how do we rank these? Like, So Dark Knight. Dark Knight's number one. 89. Yep, that's number two. Where do we diverge? Would you put
0: Batman Begins? I Yeah, I put Batman Begins as number three.
1: And then just finish your list up, and I'll finish mine up. So, how many fucking are there? Well, okay, so... You got Dark Knight Rises. Batman Returns. Phantasm. And then... Forever and Robin.
0: Okay. I didn't know if we were fucking including fucking
1: Justice, fucking blah shit. Nah, I don't... It's still it's a Superman movie, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I don't consider those Batman movies. So... It would be, for me,
0: Dark Knight... Eighty nine Batman Begins and then Dark Knight rises. Uh Batman Returns Master the Phantasm. Actually, yeah, Master the Phantasm, Forever, and then Batman and Robin. Not even in eighth place, but like in a millionth place. There you go.
1: Basement level. The basement level, sub basement. <laughs> I guess for me, since I watched the Batman, I'll put mine in there somewhere. But, ill Batman. Il <laughs> la Batman. <laughs> la Rata Alada. So uh, <laughs> I would put Dark Knight. I would put eighty nine. Um, I would put Dark Knight Rises still at number three, and I'd put the Batman at number four. Okay. And then I'll put returns, uh, phantasm, and then Adam West and Schumacher in the bottom. Uh, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I don't want people to think that I hate it. I don't hate it, but I I've already had my time in the sun with like this is the fucking this is my definitive fucking Batman. Ugh. <laughs> so like I said, man, when my kid grows up a little bit and she watches Batman again, because I went back and thought about this. She's the same age seeing the Batman that I was seeing Batman eighty-nine. So it all kinda like loops around, dude. That's fucking crazy. But I'm certain that when she gets a little older, she's gonna be like, yeah, this Batman's way better than your bullshit. Fucking gays or Yeah. So that's okay though. We're we're old dudes and we're okay with being old dudes. I am definitely okay with being old oldman.com. (laughs) Said But (laughs) But part, but fucking part two, Tim, when uh, Batman hits HBO Max, watch this shit, and we're gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm super excited to watch you break down this Riddler shit. I'm fucking, like, chomping at the bit to hear this shit. Yeah, because that's gonna be my breakdown, is gonna be this is why fucking Paul
0: Daniels Riddler fucking sucks my balls. Or this is why Paul Daniels Riddler is fucking
1: amazing. I, yeah, I'm very excited for both of those things. Zaid. Zaid. Zaid.